Duly Noted, a health and care podcast is the official podcast series of Duly Health and Care. Each podcast features physicians or team members discussing groundbreaking topics and innovations that help listeners reimagine and better understand an extraordinary health and care experience. Hello, everyone. I'm pleased to welcome you to another episode of Duly Noted, the official podcast of Duly Health and Care. I'm Dr. Paul Merrick, the Chief Physician Executive at Duly. I've been practicing urology for nearly 30 years, and for the past decade, I believe, I've had the privilege of working alongside an outstanding medical professional and my guest today, Hena Dracopoulos. Hena is a physician assistant at Dooley. She plays an instrumental role in the care of the urology patients and within my practice. She's here today to discuss the vital role of physician assistants, her associates, as some are starting to call, in the practice of medicine today and into the future. Welcome, Hannah. It's a pleasure to join you today. So, Hannah, we work together closely for some time now. Tell me a little bit about yourself for everybody to hear and how long you've been working at Dooley. My name is Hannah Dracopoulos. Thank you for having me today. I am married with two kids in high school. I've lived in DuPage County almost my entire life with hopes that Dooley will be expanding to the Florida coast sometime soon. But I've been a PA for 20 years, began my career in surgery, and then I was a pediatric PA prior to joining Dooley Health and Care about 10 years ago. So I've had the opportunity to watch Dooley morph into this massive, largest, independent, physician-directed medical group these past 10 years. So Hannah, tell me about the path to becoming a PA and how that might be different from a nurse practitioner. Okay, well, at the practice level, there are more similarities than differences. The, the differences are that PAs are educated in a general primary care medicine, which offers a comprehensive view of all aspects of medicine. General medicine teaching means PAs can switch specialties throughout their career without the need for recertification, whereas nurse practitioners typically choose a population focus. They would choose w- women's health or family medicine or or pediatrics, for example. Uh, Also, PA curriculum is modeled on a medical school platform where nurse practitioners are trained in the advanced practice of nursing. But again, at the practice level, they're very similar. Helpful. That makes sense. As a PA, different days, you may have different roles and responsibilities. Tell me about the spectrum of different activities that you may have on one given day versus another. Every day is different. On some days, I am in the office working in a clinic. On other days, I'm in a hospital rounding on inpatient. Many days, I'm in the operating room assisting in robotic surgeries. And in the office, I even do many minor surgical procedures autonomously. One of the things that we've been thinking about and talking about is the workforce of the future and how does the clinical care team work together as one unit with different roles and responsibilities, focusing intently on patient care. What what is the physician assistant role in that clinical care team, if you would share? It's dynamic. It's collaborative. Physician assistant and or a nurse practitioner, APP in general, 
work closely with the providers, helping provide better access, easing physician burden, giving patients more opportunity to be seen quickly and uh, promptly. And then as far as a team player, a physician assistant or a nurse practitioner or any APP works with the entire team. For example, the physicians, the other APP, the ancillary staff, medical staff, surgical care, surgical schedulers, we all work as one giant team. Yeah, it's remarkable. Over the years, if you and I care for a person or a patient together, it's common that I'll introduce and make a, a warm handoff to you. And it seems like oftentimes the, the patients would prefer to continue their care with you because you, you do such a wonderful job. You do a great job in education and relationship development. And because we have such a focused area, my sense is there is almost a similar amount of urologic knowledge in the care that you provide. It's really extraordinary. So healthcare has been complicated, uh, certainly since 2020 with the pandemic and such. How can PAs help address what is becoming a shortage of clinical workforce and, and, and physicians overall? Yeah, you're right. You're right. All indications are pointing towards like an upcoming significant workforce shortage of physicians in the near horizon. And then in order to sustain the trajectory and growth that Dooley is expecting, I truly believe that APPs will be pivotal in filling that gap to provide access and patient care. I feel like we have a unique team model and the PAs are so helpful in terms of creating that access. Other than prompt ability to see and get clinical information, what are the advantages that you see that patients experience when they have the privilege of seeing someone such as yourself? Well, like you said, shorter wait times for the patients. I believe that our APPs in our department are typically allotted more time to spend with their patients. So the advantage of being seen by a PA is you'll get to spend more time with your provider, shorter wait time, which is better access. Sometimes uh, an APP can even offer same-day availability, which in turn increases patient satisfaction, which is commonly proven by our Prescani scores. And then meanwhile, we're easing physician burden, which frees up time for the physician to expand their existing practice. I think one example that is very helpful, so I've diagnosed a lot of people over the years with prostate cancer. We have an extraordinary surgical and radiation program. And if someone is to consider surgery, my understanding is that they'll spend a preoperative visit with you to understand exactly in great detail what happens the day before, what happens the day of, when their follow-up is, when they transition off the catheter, and what sort of things they can do to help position themselves for a, a speedy recovery. Is that something you enjoy particularly above some of the other roles you, you provide? I do. These are patients who were recently diagnosed typically with like a cancer, prostate cancer, kidney cancer, what have you. And so they're nervous and they're overwhelmed and it's hard to, you know, grasp what's going on. It's hard to believe it's really happening. So those pre-surgical visits, I think, really enhance patient satisfaction and confidence. We guide them how to, you know, go over the prep and prepare for surgery, what to expect during surgery, what to not be so, you know, concerned about or what is important, what's not important after surgery. And I can't tell you how many times after surgery patients will say, wow, it was exactly like you told me it was going to be, it's exactly how you, you know, explained it. Thank you so much for warning me that blood in the urine is normal, or thank you so much for warning me that scrotal swelling is normal, because if I hadn't known that, I would have panicked. And I do enjoy pre-op counseling, post-op counseling. 
a lot. Yeah, my my experience is it's the fear of the unknown. You, you yes. hear the word cancer, and it, it invokes all kinds of emotional responses. And the better we can prepare and equip somebody for those, what we may view as very subtle recovery-related events, but if they're not understanding that these things are typical and part of a, a normal recovery process, then it creates unnecessary anxiousness. And to sort of mitigate that on the front end, I think is just so helpful. So you get to do a lot of different things. And urology is a neat, especially in that we take care of a, a, a wide spectrum of patients. Is there anything that you find to be the most challenging aspect of your work right now, currently? No, I, I love my job. I would say the most challenging aspect of maybe everyone's job is time management. There's just not enough minutes in the day from all the MyChart messages to checking labs, completing charts, running to see an inpatient consult in between outpatient visits, but I, I wouldn't change a thing. I, I love it. Yeah, you're very good at it. So, so if you were to <laughs> pick one thing out that you think is truly the, the most exhilarating, the best part of a work week, is there anything that comes to mind? I would say the minor surgical procedures that I get to do in office, like a testosterone pellet implant. We've shared a number of patients that way as well, so uh, you do very well with that. Um, Thank you. Is there any particular patient journey that you'd like to share that would sort of explain the personal interaction that you have w with people? Patients seem to appreciate your work so much, they, they seem to come bearing gifts often. I would say there are amazing interactions every day. So yesterday I saw an elderly lady who um, was complaining of stress incontinence and I had some extra time. So we had the opportunity to fit her for a pessary, which is like a little suppository intravaginal that you place intravaginal to help support the bladder can sometimes help with stress incontinence. So she was just over the moon when her stress incontinence was miraculous. She started crying. I started crying. I don't know why I started crying, but everybody was just so happy. And it's just so rewarding. Patients are so thankful. We're just doing our job, but I feel like we're truly changing lives. I miss the pre-pandemic hugs, though. I do miss hugs. I also was the leader <laughs> on receiving hugs. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be true. So you, you had work experience before you came to work with us. Is there anything particular about Dooley and, and our team that you would encourage others to potentially consider evaluating us if, if they're a PA or a nurse practitioner as a career partner? Yes, Dooley is a great place for an advanced practice provider to work. They have adequate onboarding, adequate training. Like I mentioned, I've been a PA for 20 years. I've had jobs where you start and the very first day, you're just thrown into that job where here they take pride in taking their time and onboarding slowly, making sure we are adequately trained, which you know behooves them because then they have a more skilled and perfected APP. Also, there's a lot of APP support. They're starting to design an advanced practice provider advisory board where the APPs meet quarterly. We, we get our CMEs. We get to meet each other. We have, I believe, like around 200 APPs that work for our organization right now and almost 1,000 physicians. So it's a huge group with a lot of camaraderie and everybody is available to everyone. We have access to a Teams 
website on our homepage where we can talk to anyone. If you want to reach out to an ortho PA or if you want to reach out to a derm PA, you have many of them at your fingertips. So it's a really great place for an APP to work, a lot of support, a lot of camaraderie, and a lot of partnership. And I cannot thank you enough for agreeing to work with me. First of all, for the last 10 years, it's really been a delight and a privilege. As we close, I want to thank you and, and really all of the physician assistants and nurse practitioners at Dooling Health and Care for delivering such wonderful, personalized, attentive care to our, our patients and our communities. There's plenty of opportunities to help people flourish at Dooling Health and Care. If you're interested in joining the team, we'd love to help you blossom and, and grow as a healthcare professional. So thank you everybody for listening to Duly Noted, the health and care podcast. Again, Hannah, it was a delight and a privilege the last uh, few minutes, but more importantly, the last decade of working together. It's my privilege. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Merrick. Thank you, everyone. And I am proud to work here. Have a great day, everybody. 